1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast, I'm your host Travis Mangone here to break down the games for you guys. Dan Bach he's still recovering from the uh, old uh, f- uh, freezing takes exposed uh, account uh, with Matt Carpenter, yeah. So I'm filling in for him today. Uh, should be a good time. I don't know if you guys have checked out the slate yet, but uh, you know we have a five game early slate and then we got the 10 uh, game uh, main slate. So uh, do love when we can get at least double digits uh, on the slate. Should be a pretty good one overall. And uh, man, uh, dude, Jose Ramirez in Acuna, that's like the first thing i want to discuss these two guys are the hottest hitters in baseball right now it is unbelievable what they are doing and they are on this slate again so uh man maybe you want to start off your lineup just throwing in jose ramirez and uh kuna it feels like you're just gonna you know put some home runs in instantly uh the way those guys are really tearing the cover off the ball but let's kind of dive into this slate talk about the first game we got the tampa bay rays the new york yankees Jacob Faria against Luis Sessa. This is a nine total, and uh, you know, the I don't really like the Rays side of the ball that much because Sessa's gonna go in there. He's gonna pitch, you know, maybe like four to five, I think, and then you're gonna get that Yankees bullpen. It just seems unnecessary to really touch these Rays bats right now. I know they get a ballpark upgrade, winds blowing out ten miles an hour, it's eighty-eight degrees, but I just don't think playing the Rays is a smart idea. If you wanted to take like a G-Man Choi or a Bowers for cheap as a one-off sure like attack that power but i think it's really unnecessary to do on this specific slate so uh, i'm really just crossing the rays off of my uh you know list of teams to roster same with faria no way i'm playing him here against the yankees uh just does not seem like a good route to go Uh, i'd rather take some other cheap options instead look at the yankees offense though love stanton in this spot Uh, i do think this is a good uh, chance of him hitting one out i think stanton is a guy that you definitely want to look to roster has a pretty good price around the industry uh you know he's 10k still on fantasy draft we've seen him higher you know we've seen him lower but 10k is fine 5.5k on uh fanduel and then DraftKings, you get him at 5.3k so like stanton here uh, he's a pretty solid play uh one through nine i get it like you can pretty much play any of these guys but i really want to look at probably like the one through seven i'm not loving walker and romine uh if you want to do it for wraparound stack i get it but uh i'm really keying in on like these top of the order guys for my cash games and kind of getting some exposure to this 5.32 implied total Next game up, we got the New York Mets, the Baltimore Orioles. This is a nine total with Zach Wheeler and Dylan Bundy. And uh, yeah, this is a game where, you know, nine total, expecting some runs to be scored, but both these pitchers, they both have a lot of upside and they have tournament winning upside. Uh, just the question is, uh, do you want to rust them at their prices? And uh, Wheeler has been phenomenal. I mean, it, it's hard to argue with what Wheeler has done, uh, you know, in the past, like a couple games. So, like, I don't know if I can pay for him at that price. I get it, though, against that offense. And the Already heavy. It definitely seems like a good spot for Wheeler, but it is a ballpark downgrade. Here's the numbers on Wheeler: x 4.09 K percentage 23.8%, walk rate at 8%, and he's really kept the hard contact down to 25.7%. The ISO against lefties 115 against uh, righties it's .086. I mean, he's just done a phenomenal job this season. So, if you want to pay for him, I get it. I just I don't know. I, I just hate paying that price for him. I think there's other routes I can go. It's one of those things is. As, as I'm building my stack, if I fall on Wheeler, I'm happy I fell on him. But he's not a guy I'm like going out of my way to jam into my lineups, I think. And if you're playing tournaments, uh, you know, running with an optimizer, uh, get some exposure to him. I think it's a good idea, too. But uh, yeah, I think the, looking at Bundy on the opposite side is is pretty interesting because he's a similar kind of guy to Wheeler in a way. Just the difference is a .3 in the XFIP. Uh, he's got a 4.47 XFIP. The K percentage at 24.4%. The walk rate at 7.6%. Also, the difference is the matchup, too. And the ISO as well, Uh, ISO 217 against lefties, righties 256. Uh, And then if you look at the matchup, like the Mets are a better offense than the Orioles. This is definitely going to be a tougher time for a guy like Bundy, but you are getting a savings for him at 7.2k. So it depends what that money really does for you. I like taking shots on Bundy in tournaments. Again, Wheeler's kind of a tournament guy, and so is Bundy. These are guys I'm not really going to mess with in cash games. But I think they both have tournament-winning upside that you can take some shots on. But I do think for, like, cheap, Bundy just has a really nice ceiling from a point-per-dollar perspective and something that you definitely want to be considering on this slate. I think you can also consider some of the bats, too. I don't want to overlook that because we know Bundy can uh, blow up. So I'm really looking at some of these Mets more so than the Orioles. Uh, I'd look at Jeff McNeil, Conforto, Nemo. Those are the three main guys I would want to look to target. Obviously, Rosario and uh, Frazier, those are good guys, too. I'd probably... If I stack this up, I'd probably go with the 1-6 through and keep Flores off. That's kind of the way I think I would stack this team up. But uh, these Mets are pretty solid plays. I get it. Bundy, he does have upside, like I talked about, at that price. But he can blow up and has had some power struggles. So I do think that we need to uh, look at some Mets bats here. I should mention the Orioles bats are really not bats that I'm looking at uh, on this slate. Uh, Wheel has just been too good. Uh, maybe maybe a Jonathan VR I actually don't want to overlook him his price on Fanduel is just really cheap and I could see myself maybe playing him and uh, he does have stolen base upside right so I don't want to overlook that but let's go on to the next game Boston Red Sox Philadelphia Phillies eight and a half total here with Nathan Avaldi against Vincent Velasquez and it's really telling when you see the Red Sox with a 4.42 implied total you got Vincent Velasquez on the opposite side who has some real nice strikeout upside but this is not a great matchup for him uh, I do think this is just a spot where I kind of stay away from Red sox and i kind of stay away from velasquez and just uh just ignore both of them uh, for the most part just don't think the red sox have the uh you know the upside on this slate in this matchup Uh, i get it they are the red sox and they hit the ball at any time but i just don't think it's necessary to attack vincent velasquez uh and then the red sox offense uh yeah i just I don't know. They're expensive. Rather go other ways. Uh, so I, just not going to go that route. Uh, I'll look at Nathan Gavaldí more, and I have some interest in him at 8.4k. We see the Phillies, and what do we think? Right-handed pitchers. They have the K upside. I know the lineup has gotten better. Add an Estrubo Cabrera in there, uh, but I do think that there is still strikeout upside with a guy like Nathan Gavaldí. His price is uh, solid around the industry. It's not where you want it to be for Gavaldí. It still feels expensive, but uh, for what he's done this season, it's fine. 18.1k on fantasy draft. DraftKings 9.3k and. Faidual 8.4k. I think he is certainly in play and someone to consider. Not one of my favorite options, but he is a solid play overall and someone that I think you want to get some exposure to with the amount of upside that he can have against this Philadelphia Phillies offense. That means I won't be playing any of these Phillies here. I just don't think it's too necessary to really attack Evaldi. So I'm gonna pass on the Phillies. If you want to take a couple guys as one-offs, like if you're building 150. I could get it just taking, like, you know, some of the power bats as one-offs, but I don't think it's too necessary. I would not want to attack Ovaldi. He's been pitching pretty well this season. Just feels like a really unnecessary route to go. If you pull up the numbers here, we got Evaldi. He is 4.08x, 21.1k per, uh, percentage, and then a uh, 3.7 walk percentage. Like, the guy just is not walking, guys. He's not giving up a ton of power. It's just, I think it's so unnecessary to really target against him, so i'll pretty much fade the phillies on this slate let's go on to the next one though we got the cleveland indians the cincinnati reds this is a nine total with shane bieber and robert stevenson and uh man first of all like what what uh what jose ramirez has been doing has been out of control the guy just keeps smashing the ball uh, i'm curious if he will get caught for PDs here at some point uh, just because what he's done has been just way above his head to a point where it's insane uh the amount of home runs he's had but Hey, he is definitely a solid play in this game against a guy like Stevenson. Uh, if you look at the plate IQ, th- there's numbers on him, but uh, you know, don't don't look uh, at just 2018. We need to get a bigger sample. We can't just use nine uh, plate appearances. Um, nine plate appearances and then uh, 11 against righties that's just not necessary to use we need to kind of get a bigger sample and i'm pulling it up now his x fit was 5.41 obviously not good k percentage 22.3 percent so he does uh, flash a little strikeout upside but we're not really attacking that against the indians if it was a team like the padres or the white Sox or the phillies we'd kind of say hey this could maybe be a shot to really uh maybe take a chance on a cheap guy but uh, he does have a 14.4 percent walk rate which is a problem and when you're walking guys that could be an absolute a mess. Uh, so I think this is a spot where Indians' bats are going to be really intriguing. Uh, that With that 14.4% walk rate, if Stevenson was smart, he'd save those walks for Jose Ramirez. That's what I would do if I was him in this game and pitching against Ramirez tomorrow. But, hey, uh, I'm not Robert Stevenson, so we'll have to see what he ends up doing. But this Indians' offense, 1-9, through nine, is phenomenal. Lindor, Brantley, Ramirez, Alonso, Milky Cabrera, who's really cheap in the 5-hole. He's been a nice source of value in that lineup. Jason Kittness, uh, Golems Allen, just all, all up and down this lineup you want to be rostering these guys it's in great american small park which is great for home runs Uh, you have to like this uh, cleveland indians offense tomorrow and i'm sure a lot of people will i'm wondering how chalky it'll be but uh it's a team that we're definitely going to want to look to roster Uh, let's talk about the reds a little bit now and hey i like shane bieber i think he's been a really good pitcher this season uh you know numbers 3.73 uh, XFIP, the K percentage at 24.3%, the walk rate at 4.8%. He's been really solid, but he has had a struggle against lefties. I mean, it has been bad. 3.79 Wolba and the Iso at two, two, t- uh, 227 uh, definitely had his struggles against the lefties. And if you think about it, like I'm not the biggest Reds fan and all, but that lineup's gotten better and they are a pretty strong left-handed team, right? Uh, you get Vado, Scooter Jeanette, um you know Tucker Barnhart's been pretty fine and like at the even their bottom of the lineup they're they're just all lefty heavy the only righties in their lineup are Peraza and Suarez and like I don't even want to pitch to Suarez that's how good he's been so I'd be slightly concerned with rostering Bieber tomorrow I I I get it he can you know do a great job uh but he's getting so many lefties like it just it does not make sense to me to really go the Bieber route tomorrow so uh I think you stay away from Bieber. I think you full-on fade him in your tournaments and let whoever takes him make a mistake. It also isn't a small ballpark, too. I think this Reds team they're going to put up some runs uh, i'm not saying they're a team where i'm going to just go out there and stack maybe i mini stack them i don't think they're a team i just want to go full on out uh you know five man stack but i do think that they could cause some problems for uh Bieber. really kill his pitch count they are a team that can walk a ton so uh that's kind of the route i'm taking with this game loading up on indians uh bats and then uh you know not really loading up on reds bats maybe pick some here and there but i'm not really targeting Bieber. none of the pitchers here in this game either for me Next game up, we got the Miami Marlins, the Atlanta Braves. We got Jose Arena against Kevin Galsman. This is an eight and a half total. And, uh, yeah, talk about guys who are hot. uh, Ronald Acuna. This guy is absolutely crushing the ball. He is a good play. You're definitely going to want to get exposure to. You don't want to miss out on him. He had two home runs yesterday. He's been hitting, uh, you know, leadoff home runs left and right. Guy's on absolute fire every single day. But, uh, yeah, this is a great spot against Arena. Vegas agrees, 5.11 implied total for the Braves offense. You got Albie. Freeman, Marquecas up and down throughout this lineup. These are all guys you're going to want to look to roster in your stacks. Uh, a team you want to get exposure to in uh, your cash game, so uh, don't miss out on Braves bats. They're going to be a good team to get some exposure to. Now looking at against Kevin Gaussman, this Miami Marlins offense, I think this is a great spot for Gaussman. I've been kind of uh, waiting for a spot where Gaussman is going to you know, kind of pop off for uh, you know, his first game with the Braves, really have a nice outing. And I kind of think this is the game where he just pops off and has a good one uh, for 4.28 x 50, Hey, percentage 20.9%. Walk rate 7, uh, yeah, 7.5%. Uh, he's had some struggles, right? The Wobet 3.46, uh, you know, against lefties and against righties 3.47. But he's kept the ISO down enough, and this team doesn't have a lot of power, so that that's encouraging. I just think that uh, you know, if you look at this lineup, it's not a good lineup. He could really have his way with them. Sure, I'm scared of JT Romuto. He has been hitting the ball very well this season, but. I mean, I think we got to take a shot on Gaussman here. This is just a spot where Gaussman is at too good of a price 7.2K FanDuel. DraftKings 8.7K is a little pricier than I wanted, but that FanDuel price is really nice. And then Fantasy Draft 16.8K. Uh, I do think that, uh, you know, he is someone that you got to take a shot on as your SB2. Uh, I like Gaussman just take a shot man it's the marlins they are so bad right now any pitcher could do it uh and he he has shown some upside in some games he's not a you know big k guy but uh these matchups uh sometimes can uh you know bring out the best in some pitchers so yeah uh gaussman is someone that's certainly in play for me not urana is not in play for me and none of the marlins bats i'm not playing any of these guys on this slate so let's kind of go to the uh, next game. we got the Colorado Rockies, Houston Astros, 7.5 total uh, with Tyler Anderson against Garrett Cole. And some people may be annoyed yesterday with Justin Verlander not getting them that win. But, hey, uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, that's why you play these guys like the Verlanders and the Coles because, you know, Verlander had a massive game. And, uh, you know, it's just the strikeouts are so easily there uh it's just the 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 floor is so good with a guy like Verlander uh yeah you might be frustrated you didn't get that full game out of him uh you know but he still had a phenomenal outing so uh like going back to well with Garrett Cole for the same exact reasons yesterday it's this Colorado team moving out of cores you know going into a very good pitcher's park on top of that uh this lineup is not good on the road they've been really struggling a ton uh I just think Garrett Cole is too good of an option to ignore so on Vandal 10-4 I'm definitely playing him cash games tournaments have to like him 12.2k on DraftKings have to like him there and then 23.7k on fantasy draft just seems like too easy of a play. So I'm playing me some Garrett Cole. You guys should too have to love him in this spot. Now I know Garrett Cole's been really good this season, but Tyler Anderson's had a nice season as well. Uh, I'm not saying he's been Garrett Cole, but uh, Tyler has been pretty solid. Uh, I don't know if people uh, actually know that, but uh, 4.26 x5 the K percentage at 22.5%, uh, walk rate at 8%. It just uh, he's been a lot better this season. So uh, he's had his struggles, and his struggles have actually been surprisingly against lefties. uh 351 woba, 241 iso compared against righties. 319 woba again, and then a 186 iso. Norm- Normally I look at uh, Tyler Anderson and I I've done my best to like stay away from the offense. That's against him. That's kind of the route I've taken. Cause like I said, he's been a lot better this season, uh, better than expected. So, uh, I, I do think that some of the Astros, are in play but you also have to keep in mind like this team is kind of more so righty heavy and uh anderson's been better uh against righties and lefties this season uh maybe that's gonna change and regress but i don't know it just feels like a spot where i don't love what this Astros offense looks like with how wood or down it is and it feels like a spot where i just kind of believe in what anderson's been doing this season for the most part And i just kind of stay away from the Astros. i don't feel like it's too necessary to play any of these guys Maybe i play like, Josh Reddick as a one-off, or if I just think Carlos Correa is too cheap and I want to buy the talent, or, like, an Evan Gattis, too, like, you know, you don't get many cleanup catchers. Maybe i kind of do that with my lineups if I'm, you know, playing 150 teams or, like, 20 teams and I want to sprinkle these guys in. I'm okay with that, but uh, I don't really want to attack Tyler Anderson too much on this slate, so that's kind of the approach I think I'm going to take for the most part here. Uh, Next came up, we got the Toronto Blue Jays, the Kansas City Royals. We got a, a nine total here with Marco Estrada against Jorge Lopez. This is a game where I kind of think Blue Jays bats are going to be an offense that I'm on. Uh, I did the show with uh, Kirk Dees, Chris Kirkwood yesterday, and he kind of talked to me more on the Blue Jays. And, uh, you know, this is just a pretty good spot here against Jorge Lopez. And it's a team that isn't a sexy offense. You look at it and you really don't want to play many of these guys, it seems like. But... uh, I think they can go under own and really be the tournament-winning team. Uh, it's rare you see the Blue Jays with this type of total, too, especially in like a ballpark like Kansas City. Uh, the weather's going to be nice enough where 82 degrees, that's fine. I think Jorge Lopez is a guy that we can attack, too. Uh, looking at some of the numbers, yes, the sample is small, uh, but uh, 5.07 XVIP uh, and then a K percentage of 17.6%, and a walk rate of 15.3%. Uh, ground balls, obviously 56.1%. That's not ideal. Uh, I obviously like going against more flyball pitchers and stuff such but uh you know i do think this is a spot where we can really target against lopez he has kept the iso down at 0.081 and uh, 0.118 but i i still think it's fine i still think we can uh take some shots on him when guys are walking uh, people that bad it can just be a disaster and that's how you get all your correlation to work so uh, i really think i'm going to target lopez here Uh, i think this is a good spot so uh yeah give me the blue jays offense is a a really sneaky stack tomorrow that i think you can get for cheap uh and just i'm definitely going to look to load up on tomorrow they have a 4.88 implied total. Vegas agrees there's a reason to obviously look to roster these guys Uh, up and down this lineup. uh, I think we can go that route. Uh, You know, the one through five is probably the most obvious one in the, the safest route to go, and the the hitters I trust the most, but uh, yeah, you can find ways to get creative if you want to, but I don't think you have to go too crazy trying to get creative with a Blue Jay stack, because I think it will be pretty under-owned tomorrow. On the opposite side, Marco Estrada, he is a guy I like to target, he is a guy that's not good, but he's going up against an offense in Kansas City that I don't like to play too much, because I don't think they are that good either, so uh, I really have to kind of figure out what I'm doing here in this spot, and ultimately, I think I'm just going to trust flyball pitcher Marco Estrada to find a way to get it done, and uh, I'm just not going to play Royals, and I'm not going to play Estrada. That seems like the route I'm going to go. Uh, Vega sort of kind of agrees, too. 4.12 implied total here for the Royals, and when you got a pitcher like Estrada, who's primarily a flyball guy in a flyball park, I do think uh, it's worth noting that they can, you know, that's how they can sometimes just get it done and pitch through games and not get blown up totally, so uh, yeah. All in all, I don't think I'm playing Estr- I'm not playing Estrada or targeting Estrada, and I'm not playing the Royals' offense or targeting them. That's kind of the route I'm looking to go on this slate. Next game up, Washington Nationals, St. Louis Cardinals, nine total here with Jeremy Hellickson against Austin Gomber. And... Yeah, this game is an interesting one. I don't know which route I want to go yet. Uh, I do think both these offenses, they are, you know, they're fighting for a wild card spot, more so the Cardinals rather than the Washington Nationals. It seems like they're really folding over right now. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Gomber, he's obviously a guy that you can target. And same with Helixson. You look at Gomber's numbers, XFIP uh, is 5.26, K percentage 20.1%, and the walk rate at 11.2% uh you know the problem is he's a lefty and a lot of this team is a very lefty heavy team but uh they are the nationals they're a very good hitting team i don't think they really care about that and uh nationals are just all in all they're good offense so uh i do think we can target some nationals bats i think they're more of a tournament stack that's kind of the route i would take if i'm going to play i'm just going to stack them up and hope that gomber you know has a bad game and just everyone implodes that's kind of the route i would take and then uh Helixon, look at his numbers a little bit he's been a lot better this season exit at 4.03 uh K percentage at 18.5%, walk rate at 5%. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think I'm really going to go the Helixon route today uh, or even attack. I don't think I'm going to play him or I'm going to attack him. If you look at the Woba, uh, it's 298 against lefties, 290 against righties in the ISO, 171 against lefties and then against righties, 145. He's done a pretty good job overall this season. Uh, I don't think Helixon's you know this good of a pitcher but he's done a good job he's gonna get a pretty righty heavy team i haven't been on the cardinals in like the past like week or so i haven't just been like jamming them in like some others have uh just have not been a team i've been heavily exposed to so i think i'm just gonna stay out stay away from it uh if you want to play carpenter as a one-off i wouldn't hate that route uh that's perfectly fine it's Matt carpenter he's really good uh but i'm more so leaning on the nationals bats i think really to attack gomber and uh you know this Nationals offense is just a really really good offense and people will like kind of look at the lefty and say oh a lot of their hitters are lefties Soto Harper and Murphy but they can hit anyone they're that good a player so that's kind of what I'm thinking here more so on the Nationals bats uh and not really on any of the pitchers next game up Los Angeles Angels San Diego Padres is an eight total here with Felix Pena against Robbie Erlin and uh yeah this is uh in the you know the uh what's the park called uh they call it uh uh pet cores—we used to call it back in the day. Whenever the runs would be scored, I don't know, I forget when the, the ballpark is called. But uh, in the San Diego ballpark here, this is a more of a pitcher's park. Uh, definitely a, a uh, you know pitcher-friendly place. And you got a guy like Pena in there. You got a guy like Erlin, And if you look at some of Erlin's numbers. Erlen's been really solid, Uh, you know, the XFIP is 3.40, the K percentage 21.3%, walk rate at 3%, getting a ton of ground balls, and keeping the ISO down below 150. Erlen is a guy that's been pretty solid this season. He's also a guy who hasn't been that stretched out this season, Uh, but if you look at the last two starts, he went up against Milwaukee, 85 pitches, had 8.5 DraftKings points, and then uh, against Chicago, he had 79 pitches and 19.5 DraftKings points. Now, he's getting a really watered-down Angels lineup. Uh, I get it. I'm scared of Justin Upton. He's one of my boys. I love rostering him, and he's been on an absolute hot streak. So he's a guy to obviously be worried about in this lineup, but if you look at that, like 5 through 9, like uh, Simmons, Marte, Brasino, Young, and you get Felix Peña, because there's no DH uh, for the Angels, this is a spot where Robbie Erlin for the price. I mean, 6.3k on FanDuel, DraftKings you get him at 4.9k. I mean, that's insane. Uh, you know, 9.2k over on Fantasy Draft. Robbie Erlin is a really solid option on this slate. I think you play Garrett Cole, you play Robbie Erlin in your cash games, and you just jam in the bats that you want. I think that's the route to go. I think it's pretty obvious tomorrow. That that's what I'm looking to do. Uh, Angels uh, 3.84 implied total. This is a spot where we can really 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 look to target this angels offense Vegas agrees to one thing I, t- I like about Erland too is you know you get worried when a guy hits a home run off here right if it happens uh, but Erland like I said he's kept the iso down but the three percent walk rate is phenomenal because when you're not walking guys uh you're you know you're not just like like stupid stuff can happen when you walk batters Uh, i think it's uh, obviously worth noting there can be stupid stuff like bad fielding errors you know you you throw a wild pitch then a runner advances a second they poke out a single and then the guy from second scores scores to home just little stuff like that can absolutely tilt you when you're watching the games when a guy like erlin only has a three percent walk rate that's really nice to see and the sample's pretty good 181 uh, plate appearances against righties against lefties 86 plate appearances like i said i'm trusting erlin here uh he's a ground ball guy too love rostering ground ball pitchers uh this is a spot where Erlen is going to be someone that I am all over at the price that he has tomorrow. On the opposite side though, Felix Pena, I don't really want to look to roster him. Uh, you know, the let's look at this, some of the numbers here. 2018, we got the K percentage 20.8%, XFIP at 4.24. Uh, you know, he gets a Padres offense, which uh, you know, the Padres, they strike out a ton against righties. I think there is some upside here. He's one of those guys where if you can find the right matchup, Pena can uh, you know, he can basically uh, you know unlock that ceiling that he can have. And this is the spot where it could happen. So I think in tournaments, at his price, 6K on FanDuel, 6.6K on DraftKings, and then fantasy draft, 13.1K. I think Pena is a tournament play, but I am more so on Erlin. I think he is the better cash game option and the guy you want to really get more exposure to and be more overweight on instead. Let's kind of go to the San Francisco Giants. The uh, Los Angeles Angels is the last game of the day eight total, Derek Holland, and uh, I forget how to say his name, but it's Ryu. Uh, He's on the opposite side, and I do think this is a spot where we're going to want to get some Dodgers bats exposure. Derek Holland, I get it. He's been really good this season. Uh, Surprisingly good, right? You look at the K percentage. I'm pulling it up now. 23.8 23.8 percent k percentage the x at 4.23 uh it seems like they're calling a guy that you know you don't really want to play but you don't really want to target too much but when you get an offense like the dodgers it's really hard to ignore uh you know dodgers offense uh you know 4.53 implied total also it's a ballpark downgrade bringing holland into the dodgers park instead uh so yeah i have to look at some of these dodgers bats and i'm mainly looking at dozier turner uh machado enrique hernandez camp like that that one through five i'm just gonna really target uh i don't need to go to the max muncie route the puig and barnes i just think i'm really going with that one through five uh that's that's kind of the route i'm looking to take on this slate so i like him definitely looking to roster him on the opposite side though uh ryu i don't really have a price on him it looks like right now let me see uh real quick on some of the sites uh maybe it's just an error on our uh rotor page no he's 7.5k over on uh dk and then fanduel we get him at let's see You get him at 7.4K. Um, I mean, I'm not looking to play Ryu. I get it. If you, you know, sometimes you look at totals and you say, okay, that pitcher should be more in play than I think, right? It's a 3.47 implied total. This is not a good, do- uh, not Dodgers, uh, Giants offense. We know how bad this team can be. I just don't like the, you know, roster Ryu. It's a roller coaster ride I, I don't enjoy. So uh, I'm not going to play him on this slate. I kind of want to take the wait and see approach and see how he does in the first start. So uh, no Ryu for me. One guy that is worth noting who will be back in the lineup is Brandon Belt. And uh, I do want to mention his Vandal presence. Uh, tag 2.7k is kind of crazy for Brandon Belt uh people might not like lefty lefty but Brandon Belt's a really good hitter he can hit any side of the plate so uh I don't know for 2.7k that is a really really intriguing price but I'm more so just all on the Dodgers bats in this game and that's it don't need any of these pitchers don't need the, the Giants bats at all Uh, Let's kind of move on and talk about my favorite stacks now of the day. And uh, looking at this slate, I talked about it. The Blue Jays, I think they're a really interesting, uh, you know, contrarian stack. They're a team I want to be overweight on, Uh, like them tomorrow, like the Nationals too. Talked about them a little bit. They're an offense I want to, you know, get some exposure to. Braves are uh, an obvious team. Indians, another obvious team. Definitely to look to roster. And then the Yankees, another obvious team. So there's your three obvious teams of the day, right? The teams that people are going to want to look to get some exposure to are the Yankees, the Indians, and and the Braves, those are like the expensive guy, uh, you know, batch you're trying to really pay up for, and then uh, Nationals and uh, Blue Jays, some of the maybe uh, quote-unquote sneakier stacks of the day, I, I guess I'll say for you, and then uh, I'll sum up pitching for you too as well uh, to finish things out, uh, Garrett Colt, he is my top option on this slate, the guy I'm going to jam in, I'm going to probably, uh, you know, pair him up with uh, Robbie Erlin. that's kind of the route I'm looking to take, uh, I think that those two guys are both phenomenal plays, and then if you look at some of these other guys in the mid-tier, I talked about Gaussman. I'm kind of of a fan of him think that this could be the spot where he really has that uh you know more so upside game wheeler i think he's in a solid spot you know if you want to pay that price but it feels a little pricier dylan bundy i think he has a ton of upside at that price from a point per dollar perspective but realize it can blow up on you it could be a absolute stove disaster uh and then there was one more guy i want to talk about it was Evaldi. uh he just gets a phenomenal matchup here again has the strikeout upside uh against the phillies someone that i think you want to get some exposure to if you have the money to get up there and then uh last one on those pina does have the strikeout upside two against the Padres but uh yeah Erlin and Cole my two cash games guys that I'm definitely gonna look to load up on and be overweight uh in this uh on today's slate so that about wrap things up though guys thanks a lot for joining me if you want uh reach out to me on Twitter I'm always happy to answer some questions for you guys if you want to see if my opinions have changed on the slate my Twitter handle is at Travis Mangone it's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E give me a follow over there Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. I will be back on Friday for you. Dan might be back tomorrow for you uh, to give you the uh, content. But we got tons of content on Guys that you guys can check out if you want to, you know, uh, dive into some more stuff. And always check out the Plate IQ. It is a great tool. So for me, Travis Mangone, I'm going to get on out of here.
1: Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that will make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now, get a Charbroil 4 Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169, and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet, and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day.